to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, Billiken fans, to our next uh, Senior Spotlight on From the Stands. Twice a week, we're highlighting a senior student-athlete who, uh, whose final year came to a quicker end than any of us would have hoped. Um, today, we're talking with Jack Raboyne, a senior guard on the men's basketball team. Jack, how are we doing today? Doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing good. Good to have you. Uh, so, Jack, um, tell the Billiken faithful a little bit uh, of what you're doing right now. You're at home in the big city of, or outside of Mattoon? Yeah, so I uh, came back to Mattoon after the tournament got canceled. And since the tournament got canceled, I've just been working on a uh, grad class that I have in the last eight weeks of the semester. And then I'm working a little bit at the local park behind my house, just kind of doing some grounds crew work and uh, a little bit of farming with the family. But other than that, just kind of, you know, hanging out and trying to keep my distance from everyone. Keep keeping yourself busy. What uh, Tell us about social distancing in Mattoon, Illinois. Well, to begin with, uh, there's only about 18,000 people in Mattoon, so it's not too hard to stay socially distant to begin with. Um, but everyone's been doing a pretty good job with it. There's no one out on the streets, really. Everybody's, you know, you see people walking through town or on bike rides, but whenever you're out and about, you never see, you know, big crowds anywhere. So I'd say everyone's doing a good job here. What are you doing to pass your time? Um, luckily, between work and, you know, just – living in an area that I can walk. I've been just outside taking some runs, doing a lot of walking, stuff like that. But it's been, it's been hard to find some stuff to do with it being a small town. First off, there wasn't a lot of opportunity to begin with. And then obviously our YMCA had to close and things like that. So it's just been a lot of, you know, when the weather's nice getting outside and biking or running. So you graduated with your undergrad degree, you're getting yes. your, uh, your uh, certificate, right? Yep. And what big picture, what's your plan? What do you want to do long-term? Um, so I originally came to SLU to be a coach and I wanted to learn from the best in coach Ford. So that's still the plan. Just uh, find a coaching position somewhere. Um, I don't really care what level I know coach Ford started NAIA and obviously is doing a great job here now at SLU. So, you know, just get an opportunity in coaching as an assistant or, you know, in the ops department or whatever and move up from there. Uh, tell, tell us about, what your experience at SLU, how it's uh, helped you, and what you've learned from it. Um, so like I said, coming to SLU first for me was, you know, to play for a great coach and coach Ford. And then that, you know, the academic side of it was just a huge bonus. Um, so for me personally, I was able to see what um, my life going forward as, you know, in coaching is going to be like with coach Ford and the rest of his staff, just really taking me in and showing me the ropes and, so I learned a lot of life lessons along with my academics that I'm going to be able to use going forward in, in my life. So. What, uh, what life lesson, if you were going to coach up incoming freshmen coming to uh, be Billikens, okay, okay. What, uh, what advice would you give them and what, um, what values would you help them understand what it takes to be good at SLU? Um, so first off, the first thing I'd instill in them is that you don't have to be, you know, 
a starter right away. Coach Ford's going to build you up on the court as, you know, as far as your strength and your ability goes. Um, off the court, though, I think is where I'd really stress to him, you know, the academic side really hit the books early because, you know, as you learn, especially as, as I did as a senior, you know, if you dig yourself in a hole, it's hard to dig yourself out. So, um, you know, if you can instill that in a freshman right away, you know, just hit the books, hit the ground running because you don't want to be in your senior year trying to take a bunch of classes to finish up. You want to get, you know, all your hardcore work out of the way so that towards the end you can focus more on, you know, basketball. I know that everybody wants to come in and they want to just be an athlete, but you have to get your studies out of the way first and then you can have fun later. So, um, you know, we have the Team Blue mantra in, in um, you know, in the men's basketball program. So the brotherhood, the accountability – and all that. So, you know, we get a good, good brushing with that as well. Jack, I find it fascinating. Um, can you imagine today, wind yourself back three, four years ago, could you have ever imagined coming out of your mouth would have been how important it is to get your academics done early? No. I find it a fascinating growth statement from you, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, I never thought I'd be saying it either, but here I am. So. No, you've done great. I, 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 uh, I spent some time with your parents and I really uh, thanked them to tell them how, uh, what a great job that they did with you because uh, somewhere in that junior to senior year, all of a sudden the light, the light was flickering, but then the light went on. Yeah. And, uh, when Jack figured out what it really took and there had to be some hard conversations to get there, uh, you figured it out. And what I, what I was most impressed by Jack is, um, you, when that light turned on, from my perspective, what happened was you became a great teammate mm -hmm. and, and we talk about gratitude all the time. Right. And we talk about right. something being bigger than yourselves. Tell, tell the uh, Billiken fans what that means and the process you had to go through to get to that. Because you as a teammate, you're, this final year, you were a great teammate. You were a great teammate in practice. You were a great teammate in games. I mean, I watched it, and I watched you evolve into that. So there's, there's no question in my mind you'll be a great coach someday because I saw how you grew and how you learned. But could, could, you, could you share a little bit with uh, the Billiken faithful out there what you had to go through to learn what those values were, were that it took to become a great teammate on a great team? Um, yeah. So for me personally, I, uh, I was really fortunate. You know, I had Javon Bess and a few other great seniors. And for me, Elliot Walmer was in front of me as well. So I was watching them as older kids just show, you know, they were showing me how they talked to the freshmen, how they talked to the sophomores, you know, what they did during practice, um, not just on the court as far as, you know, their athletic ability and what they were doing, but, you know, how they were pushing guys, how they were motivating guys and stuff like that. And I think that when they finally stepped out of the building, and as you said, you know, there's some conversations had and other things went along with it. But when that door opened and there was, you know, a leadership role to walk through, I, uh, I felt like I'd been prepared, not only with conversations between you, Janet and coach Ford, but also just with conversations with my former teammates that had been leaders. So I felt very prepared to just walk through that door and take over in a leadership capacity even though, you know, I don't play very many minutes at all, I was able to push guys in practice, motivate the freshmen, because I know what it takes to, you know, be successful. I've seen what happens, at, you know, with guys working, um, like Javon and all those guys. But um, for me, it was just having that opportunity to step through that door as a leader and just taking full advantage of it. Because, I, like you said, the guys tended to listen to me towards, you know, 
my senior year because those freshmen really, I felt like looked up to me and that meant a lot. It means a lot. So uh, there's no question, but what I noticed is somewhere between your junior and your senior year, I, I remember this specifically. I was at a practice and you went to pick up the, uh, the pads, the, when, when they use the pads to, to knock guys coming up yeah. and pads laying over on the court and you went to pick them up. Okay. Now mm-hmm. that sounds like nothing, but you know what I'm talking about. Right. When, when all of a sudden teammates are going and picking the pads up, that, that is a leadership statement. And yep. the, the minute you started doing that was the same time you started really sharing your knowledge because you knew what was going on in the practice. You knew what the plays were, right? Yeah. And so even though you weren't playing, you knew. And at that point, you started helping the younger guys. And I found it fascinating. And that's what I shared with your dad. I, I thought uh, it was one of the coolest things to see that you, you learned how to lead and you learned how to lead for cool. And so as, as you move forward, what, what, what will be those uh, – games that you most remember that you're part of here at SLU other than you hitting the three right in front of your bench right in the corner I remember that like it was yesterday yeah but awesome. other than that what are those, what are those games you most remember um so I think the the game that I'll remember obviously my first game that I got to suit up because I redshirted my first year so I had to sit there in my sweatsuit and just you know watch those guys go through warm-ups and everything. So that first game and the energy and Chaffetz and, you know, the students and everything, that obviously is very, you know, dear to my heart. But um, obviously the games out in Brooklyn last year, I mean, those have to be the games that are just vivid in my mind. I, I can just sit down and close my eyes and just think about the last 10 seconds of the St. Bonaventure game last year and, you know, Caputo missing the three, Fred getting the rebound, throwing the ball up in the air, and then the next thing we know we were all in a dog pile. Um, and then the game out in California and getting to check into an NCAA tournament game, even though it was only for 14 seconds that, I mean, it's something I'm always going to have. So those are, yeah, those are my favorite games for sure. And then senior night was perfect. I mean, obviously didn't know it would ever be my last college basketball game, but to go out like that was, was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, we played great, right? Yeah. I mean, we got that. We got after a good team. Yeah, finished the season. Had uh, one of our longtime uh, supporters tell me, he said, Chris, it, it was disappointing, but it really could have ended better. Right. You win five in a row, you go hammer a really good team. And when I was, when I was with you guys in Brooklyn, I had no question in my mind we were going to win that tournament. The way we, we were the were, same way. The way we were practicing, there's no question. We were prepared and ready to roll. And that's what cut your heart out. But, uh, but in a way, it made you feel so good because yes. you, you guys had all done the work. You were prepared, you were ready, and uh, there wasn't anything that was going to stop you guys. So I, uh, I totally appreciate uh, what you all went through. But uh, you've been part of some great games. Um, as, as, you, as you move on, um, you know, what, uh, what would you advise the young people, the young people coming in? You're, uh, you're now a coach. Um, you're advising the next Jack who's coming to SLU. What are you going to tell them? Um, I think that for the incoming guys, just listen to the leaders, listen to the older kids, because obviously they've been through it. And with Coach Ford, it's, you know, 
he has a system and the system is a very well-oiled machine. So as long as you just jump in and do what everyone else is doing, that's that just, it's a train and just rolls down the tracks. As long as no one's there to derail, derail the train. I mean, that train's going to be chugging through some big time towns. So, uh, you know, you just got to stay the course, do what you're told and just listen to the veterans because they know what, what to do and they know how to get you through it. Cause we've all been there. You know, that's, I think what everybody has to preach. The freshmen, they'll, they'll get yelled at. They'll have a bad practice. They might think, you know, Hey, it's with this transfer portal and everything, you know, let's go leave and try to go play for somebody else. But you know, as long as you're willing to stay the course, you know, it does, it does get better. And by the time you're a sophomore, junior, senior, you know, the ropes and everything's great. So, so you play, you played on some really good teams. Um, you played, as you've talked about, Coach Ford, uh, Travis uh, has had a lot of success. As a young person who wants to go be a coach, what are those two or three things that you will take away from playing for coach um, that you believe are the best strengths as you want to go be a coach that you'll take with you? What, what, what did you learn from Team Blue and specifically from Coach Ford? Um, first off, his work ethic is just tremendous. I mean, the guy I don't think sleeps during the season. He's just all day basketball. Uh, secondly, he treats us like men, you know, he doesn't treat us like lessers. He treats us just like men, just like we were one of his peers. And I think that's very key in, in coaching it to not, you know, act like you're better than the kids. I think he, you know, he lets us voice our opinions and he listens to that. And even if he's thinking something else, if we have a thought, we kind of meet in the middle, it's not just his way or the highway. And I think that that's something that, you know, it'll always stick with me, just his work ethic and the way that he treats us. It's, you know, it's very fascinating to me about how it just all works so well together. So, so the next steps, you get your certificate, um, and then you put Jack or Boyne in the transfer portal and start looking to get onto a basketball staff. Yep, that's the plan. So, well, you know, hopefully, hopefully the uh, the wheels start turning soon, and everything can get figured out here with the with the virus and everything, and some you know athletic departments are able to start planning a basketball season and planning things like that. So. Well, you, uh, you know, you've learned so much and you've done, you did a really great job. You, uh, especially as I will, I will remember your last season, the first season and your academic prowess. I, I decided, I, I put those in the, in the rear view mirror, <laughs> but, but what you look at is everybody goes through this process, right? Everybody goes through in a different, in a different way. What I will never forget again about Jack is what you started doing at practice and you started leading and the team kept getting better and better. And, and towards the end, then the young people were looking at you and they were looking at the leaders who could really help them. And you put your arm around those young guys and help them along the process. And when you, when you learn how to do that, when you learn how to serve others as a student athlete, to me, that means you are totally ready for the next step. And so we couldn't be more proud of you, Jack, and how you grew and the great job you did with Team Blue. And there is great, great, great things to come from Jack. And so we want to congratulate you. We want to thank you and make sure you keep uh, connected with the Billikens because uh, we are super proud of you and we look forward to uh, looking to the next step of the journey for Jack. Will do. Thank you so much. All right, Jack. Take care. Keep us posted. Thank you. Will do. Thank you. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Until next month, go Billikens.